name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. Hey, you did. (laughs) You changed it up a little bit tonight. That was awesome. I like to keep you guessing. Well, you did. That was. uh, I was not expecting that at all. That was absolutely fantastic. Even even Jasper agrees. Yes, yes, he has an opinion. Jasper, go to your room. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's Patrick's pulling up and gonna do whatever he's gonna do. Um, and well, Jasper, of course, has to bark at him. Of course. Yeah, always. Every it's a good time. watchdog. I mean, you can't complain with uh, service like that. Yes, and, and <clears throat> you know we should probably revisit this periodically. Uh, why I do the bells? We, you know what, we should. Um, so, for those of you who uh, are, are possibly new to uh, our little podcast here, uh, following the Friars, um, we are big fans of the movie Grease, and. Uh, is her name Blanche? Blanche, yes, the, yes. Toward the end of the movie, well, she does it through the whole movie, but yeah. especially toward the end of the movie, before the seniors are having their big senior day yeah. carnival thing or whatever, um, she she does the bells. Yeah, and and it's just hilarious. It, it's and always hilarious for whatever reason. We talked about the movie Grease in an early episode, and you ordered the bells in the same pitches pitches as what. Uh, we're in the movie, and, yes. and now it's a thing. So, yeah, it's a thing. Um, it is, and th- now the, the these bells have their own case. It's and, quite and their hilarious. own yes, yes, and their own mallet. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably. So take, I, can go, we, I can go on the road with the, my you, my little set of bells. Yes, you can. It can be a one woman band. The next time they have grease <laughs> at the Alabama theater, and we dress up like the the T birds and the pink ladies, you should carry that in so that you can play the notes. Oh my goodness! When it's happening, I promise you, it'll go over huge. Yeah, I, well, I was thinking about you know just starting a tour, you know, just you can do that. Play my few notes and be done. Sure. You know, bow and leave the stage. <laughs> Of course. Have the audience screaming for an encore, but they don't get one. Why not? Because I play the one song. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> you, you know what? That's always good to leave them wanting more. That's, that's yeah. I'm just I mean, saying. Any seasoned professional. Just go ahead and turn, turn up the house that. lights. I'm not yeah. coming back out. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> don't do it right away. You got to do like, you know, Elvis Presley did and like leave before the house lights come up. That way, right as they make the announcement. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis Presley has left the building. Well, I'm not changing my name. Well, no, but ladies and gentlemen, Holly has left the building. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. I think so. I, I, I think we're on to something. It, I wonder how many dollars I can make. Uh, Tens of dollars. Uh, you think that much? Yeah. Tens of dollars. I thought maybe at least ones of dollars, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. The principal's name. Oh, um. Principal McGee. Yes. 
Yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, Principal Played Pete. by Eve Arden. Yes. Yeah. So I am a little curious because I've been seeing the previews of Rise of the Pink Ladies that's supposed to premiere. I think it may have already premiered. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe it has. Maybe it hasn't. Um, I'm a little curious to watch it just to see what they're doing with it. But at the same time, I don't really want to see it because it's kind of like, let me have... The 1977 original. Yeah. Leave it alone. I, I love it. Leave it alone. Leave it like, alone. Just leave it alone. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know that I'll watch it because. Uh, you I know, just, I keep. I don't want to be disappointed or angry. I, I've I've seen mixed. Uh, Reviews? No, mixed uh, emotions about it. Oh, yeah. It, some people loving the idea. Some people hating the idea. But yet. I, I'm just going to say on, this much. Star Wars was ruined when George Lucas went back and added all the extra laser beams and and when they changed and the, ships the and, end of when they changed the end of Return of the Jedi. They yeah. completely ruined it. Yeah. yeah, but on the other hand, you know, Top Gun Maverick, while it will never compare to the original, yeah, it is still a flipping good movie. Well, like it is know, like a great movie. So. That's because Maverick insisted on using his own old ass plane. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not Top Gun unless there's an F 14 yeah. in the movie. Come on. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope everyone knows that movie, while extremely fun to watch, is hopelessly unrealistic. Yes, I think, I think anyone with a modicum of, of <laughs> understanding would, would know that that's completely fabricated. But that movie, the original, is in part why, how I developed a love for, for jets. Sure. Specifically fighter jets. Yeah, a lot of people did. I mean, I, I, I like me a plane. So I cannot tell. So, all right, for those of you listeners who are unaware, I, for a while, attended the Mississippi University for Women. Yes, I could do a whole episode on just that. I'm not going to bore you with that right now. We may need to. But there was an Air Force base right up the, you know, like a handful of miles away, less than 10 miles away, mm-hmm. in Columbus, Mississippi. And all of the Air Force, got they, they, they had school for jets. Mm-hmm. And the way it worked out is you had to, like, you had to pass uh, proficiency levels on the reconnaissance jets before you could move on to bigger and more meaner jets. Right. So all of these guys that were there in training, because Top Gun was still pretty, pretty stinking popular. Right. These guys, they would show up in the bars and their hair would be slicked up just right. And they'd be wearing the the aviators and uh, the, the leather bomber jackets. I love it. Oh Yeah. So funny, and they I would re- like try to you know try to woo young ladies by you know telling them their telling them they didn't their sing uh, their own rendition of um, oh I heard that song <laughs> far too many times it was awful was it the Righteous Brothers that sang that the first time you know what I think so probably think, and then Hollenotes Hollenotes did, Hall did a, everybody's yeah. done a version of it at this point. And for those who who are going, what song? You've lost that loving feeling. Yeah. Feeling. I can't talk. Um, do you remember though? I'm, and people in Birmingham will, will remember this. But do you remember when um, phantoms would fly out of oh, Birmingham yeah. and they would do maneuvers and they would do touch and goes on the runway? Yep. 
I do. Um, I remember that. Yeah. I used to go sit at the airport and watch them do touch and goes. Um, that was before Birmingham Airport was horrifically busy. Right. That was also at a time where you could you could park at the end of the runway. There was no oh, fence. Oh, yeah. That's right. So we could park oh, at the my, end of the... Oh, my, how things have changed. I know. We could park at the end of the runway and, like, watch regular jumbo jets, passenger jets, take off, like, yeah. over our head. Oh, yeah. Not ever thinking that that how dangerous that was. <laughs> that was. Like, wait. I know, right? How dangerous that was. But, but there yeah. used to be... That still is a road that runs kind of parallel to the runway, and yeah. people used to sit mm-hmm. and park on the side of that road and watch planes and watch airplanes. T- yeah. You know, yeah, but all I, the time. But I used to go and watch the Phantoms do touch and goes. Um, I, that was fun to me. Yeah, the one thing I haven't gotten to do—it's on my bucket list, and I have weird bucket list items. But I had wanted to go when the Forrestal, which is an aircraft carrier, yeah. was still uh, ported. In Pensacola, oh, because it became a training vessel after it. That's right. Was decommissioned. No longer, yeah, in active service. Um, I wanted to go see that because I had never seen an aircraft carrier up close. Like, oh yeah, like to see the the size of it and all of that. Uh, You've never seen the one in in New York City? No, no, I've never seen the one in New York City. We I've been by that one. I haven't been on it. It's huge. Yeah, no, no. The, the all of my trips to New York, I have never, and maybe I went by it and just wasn't paying attention. You remember but seeing no, that? Yeah, I would remember seeing it. No, I, I did not see that one. So that's kind of a bucket list. I want to see a carrier up close. That and, would be fun. And the planes. It's really the planes I want to see, but <laughs> but they sit on the carrier, so I want to yeah. see the whole thing. Um, I've been watching videos on YouTube. Of, I don't know how it ended up in my feed. But I've been watching videos of these guys landing their their jets on carriers. And it's like a cockpit view. You can't see. It's so weird. You can't see any of the instrumentation. You can see the guy's head. And you can see his arm like when he's like looking over his shoulder. Right. Lining the thing up. Yeah. And he's giving some narration as he's coming in. And it's so amazing to me how fast that whole process goes down. And how perfect it has to be, or else. oh yeah, yes, yes, really, really nuts. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta grab the the wire with the hook, and then you've got to immediately be prepared to either stop or and, take off and, again, and, if, or if take you did, off if again. If you didn't catch the, yeah, yeah if you didn't catch, and catch then they the line. and then they park all of those, all of those jets and helicopters on a carrier, and they're huge. It's like. So many jets. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to carry all the stuff for the jets. Right. And extra parts and, you know. Well, that's like Ashley's best friend, Carly. I mean, she, when she was still in the Navy, she worked on jets. And Amazing. she, you know, she had to, she had to have all of the stuff to work on them. Oh, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. You think about all, all of the, all of the things you need on an aircraft carrier. Wow. I know, right? No wonder they're huge. Well, it's a small, it's a small floating city. Yeah, literally. And now I'm trying to think. I mean, because really, now that you've mentioned the carrier that's in New York, I forget which one that is. uh, Yeah, and but I'm thinking. I mean, I've taken, you know, I've taken a ferry out to Liberty Island. Can you see it from? No, it's on the other side. It's yeah, it's on the it's on the west side. Okay, okay. Well, then no, I wouldn't have been on by all the piers. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, then I would not have been on that side of Manhattan. Yeah. I would have been the other way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's on the Hudson side. Yeah. I don't think. No. My only experience with the Hudson was almost crashing into it. So. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Back up. So. Do what? Flying in, this has been many years ago, flying into New York. Uh, weather was bad. There were high winds. There was a crosswind. So the jet had to come in hot. I mean, it had to come in faster than they wanted to, to to battle the crosswind. Well, when we landed, I mean, that runway is only so long. I'm telling you, first class was hanging over the Hudson. Like, it Ooh. was, we were running out of runway quick. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to swim. It was, wow. yeah, it was a scary landing. Wow. When was this? This was in like 2000, 2002. It oh, was wow. Po- it was post-9-11. Wow. Because I remember going to Ground Zero and there was yeah. still just, there was nothing. I mean, it was just, yeah. they cleaned up everything, but I mean, it was, there was no monument or anything yeah. there. It was just roped off. Wow. Ground Zero. Um, so yeah, it was... It had to have been 2002. Yeah, my very, <clears throat> I've got pictures of it somewhere. My very first trip to New York City, mm-hmm. uh, I drove it with uh, some friends uh, um, that we no. were, we, well, yeah, it was, Mm-mm. it was, yeah, it was an interesting drive, but I mean, it was like three or four of us in a 15 passenger van. We were meeting the band leader up there, and uh, I remember like pulling into the, pulling into the Lincoln Tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, when, when you go to go, when you, the, the way that road like turns around, like it's a big giant circle. And as you're going down towards the Lincoln tunnel, you see Manhattan right there. You, you, you pull up and there it is like, ta-da. And I remember <clears throat> pulling out my camera. I was in the passenger side of the van and I remember pulling out my camera and taking pictures of the skyline as I could see it. And the World Trade Center was there. Mm-hmm. And then a year later. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was in New York in July of 2001 before September 11th. Like, oh, literally I was, right before. I was literally there two months before it happened. Wow. Um, and walked. I mean, I was right there. I mean, I didn't yeah. get into them, but I was, you know, right there just two months before that happened. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, when we went the following year, I think that was for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We took the, we took the girls. Um, I think that's right. I think that was the, the same trip. And we're in a hotel that so it, it just so happened that all of the, um, the, uh, the cheerleaders, you know, the little the the uh-huh. all the cheerleaders that get picked from all over the country to come oh, and yeah. march in the parade and do right. the little routine and whatever. They were in our hotel. Oh so wow! Every time a, an elevator door would open, it would be full of <laughs> teenage wow. girls that were just you know. Wow! Yeah, it took a minute to get an elevator during that that weekend. Um, <laughs> I it, bet it was a little painful, but but fun. Um, I think if if we were to ever do that again, I have a better plan for uh, organization. I'm I'm just going to ask the 
dumbest question in the world. I'm making the assumption that the we you're referring to at the moment in, in terms of going back will be different than the we that went the first time. Yes? <laughs> well, some components would be the same. <laughs> the girls would go. Um, or I would say they would go. But, um, yeah, I would not watch that parade from the street again. Like really? Being, Why not? Just too crowded? Too crowded. Yeah. Like crammed onto a corner. I'm short. I only saw the balloons. I didn't see anybody on the street. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I was standing behind people taller than wow. me. So I didn't really see what, you know. I wonder what you got to do to sit in one of those bleachers. Pay for it. Oh, wow. I would say pay for it. I don't know. I, I have. I know someone who did that. I'll have to find out. Well, but I mean, I think it would, you know, that would be fun. It wasn't the what I would call the southern Thanksgiving experience as far as the food was concerned. Well, of course not. But you know, so I kind of felt like I was gypped a little bit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but, but it but it was fun. I mean, we had. Now did we I had mean? Where did you spend Thanksgiving? Where did you eat Thanksgiving? In the hotel restaurant, they had a buffet. Oh well, that's nice. Yeah, they had stuffing, not dressing. Eh, you, yes, know, you know, it's it's a different stovetop kind of thing. Eh, you know, I know, I know. I mean, I I can't complain about about that, but well, so, but yeah, I I think I think it would be you know fun to do again. But I would want to now that we now that Anna Kate's in the world, yeah, take her to Macy's to see Santa. And I've told that that is something you schedule a year in advance. So I would imagine we so. would have to do some extreme planning. Oh yeah, yeah, very much so. Probably have to get the hotels a year in advance as well. I don't know about that. Especially part, if you're wanting to sit, if you're wanting to get a a ringside seat, so to speak, you know, a room like overlooking the parade route. Yeah, and that, that's what I was going to say. That would be the way to do it because otherwise, I mean, have it have it on on the TV and watch it out the window. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, not forgetting about the fact that there's a parade and, like, look at it, you know, like, wake up in the morning and, like, hungover from too much fun the night before, like, look over, you know, the window and here comes Charlie Brown's face, like, right past you. That would be a little frightening. That would be, yeah. And funny. And funny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a, that's another bucket list thing as far as you know, something to do with Anna Kate. But yeah, what I mean, what what is your bucket list? My bucket list. Yeah, we've never in all the time that we've known each other, I've known about just a handful of things. The carrier, mm-hmm. you want to you want to. If possible, fly with the Blue Angels. I would love. A, not, like a ride-along I program. I would love to do a ride-along with the Blue Angels. Obviously, you can't go when they're doing maneuvers, but no, to go up in the... but when they and, do a ride-along, yeah, I just yeah. don't want to pass out or throw up, but, you know. Oh, well, don't tell them that. They'll, I know, because that, that's goal. exactly what they'll do. But, yes, I would love to do a ride-along with Blue Angels. Um, that would be, yes. That would be a, a yeah. lot of fun. But I have no desire to jump out of a plane. Like, wow. I want to stay in the plane. Yeah. Unless there's a an emergency that you have to jump out of the plane, right? I can't decide. Like I, I'm not gonna going I to voluntarily. Yeah, I just can't because I, I can't decide if <clears throat> jumping out of an airplane is something that I want to do. I'm so deathly afraid of heights. That's what I was going to say. You I'm, know this about I'm me. I'm so I, well. I'm also very afraid of heights. So there's just the thought of, you know, 
uh, opening the door and looking down, I would be just. I don't. I don't I know. Really it's the weirdest a, thing. I can look out the plane of. The, I can look out an airplane window and just look out and be like, "Yeah, okay." I don't watch us take off. I watch us land. Yeah. Like I don't want to watch us leaving the ground. It seems I'm good with us like watching us approach the ground. Yeah. It seems <clears throat> so in, in my in my mind in my brain. It seems so. It seems so impossible and so. So abstract and just kind of, you know, like it doesn't really compute in my feeble brain that, oh, yeah, 30,000 feet. This is that's that's, you know, like I see it and I go, oh, yeah, that's, yeah you know, that's a long way down. But it doesn't frighten me when I'm in an airplane to look out the window and look straight down and go, oh. But if I'm in a hotel that is, you know, I'm on the 23rd floor and I walk over to the window. And look down. The world starts to spin. Oh, me too. Like I can't. I get get kind of weirded out. I can stay in the room, but I cannot go to the window. Yeah. I can look out the window from a distance and look at the skyline. I can. I can. But I'm not going to walk over to the window. I can walk up, you know, in New York when you stay in Mm -hmm. some of those high-rise hotels. Same thing. I can walk up to the window, I can look out, I will observe everything eye level and above. Yes, but don't If look I down. start looking down at the mm-hmm. street, it starts weirding me out. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why that bothers me because mm-hmm. it's equally as, it, it's equally as absurd right. to be that high up as it know. is it, in an it airplane. Was, <laughs> I was asked a funny question. Uh, my brother asked me this years ago when I started scuba diving. He would He would ask, doesn't it bother you? Doesn't it? How did he put it? He said, doesn't it bother your fear of heights to scuba dive? And I was like, see, I feel like it would bother mine. And I was like, why would that? Why would that? Because the water is over my head. And then he said, because of where the bottom is. There's nothing below you. There's nothing. Well, depending. I mean, you know, Caribbean and places you're, you don't go any deeper than 60 feet, but there are other places where there is an abyss. Would, there's it, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing, you know, I mean, you know, there's, there's, and the only explanation I could give him was, I'm not going to fall. I mean, that, there's that no, kind of there, makes there's sense. no sense of like, it's more, it's probably the way I, it should be described as a fear of falling versus a fear of heights. Maybe, maybe so. You know, but maybe, you know, maybe so. Scuba I, dive doesn't, I don't, I don't have that sensation, even if. And, and it doesn't bother your I, claustrophobic uh, I had to side work, either? I had to work through that. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. it does. But um, I think I've, I've talked about this in another episode. I get seasick really easy. Oh, yeah. So once the, like, I'm so sick by the time we get to where we're going to dive, I want to be the first one off the boat. And I don't care about the claustrophobia. <laughs> get me off the boat because really? I'm, I'm going to hurl. Wow. Yeah. And Dramamine doesn't do anything. So um, True. it makes me sleepy. So, yeah. Um, and look at the horizon. Nope. That doesn't nope. work either. <laughs> <laughs> the horizon is still going up and down. <laughs> yeah. Look at the horizon. Uh, which one? <laughs> right. So, um, no, but bucket list things. There are a lot of things on my bucket list that I want to go back and do again now that I'm older. Because there were things my parents took me to do when I was younger. Right. That while I enjoyed it, I did not fully appreciate the way I think I would appreciate it now. Sure. And then there are things that I have done that I did not get to spend enough time in that place. So I want to go oh, wow. back and 
spend more time in, sure. in that spot, you know, exploring or whatever. So there are, um, there are several places I would like to go again that are not. For example? Um, I would like to go back to France to uh, uh, the American Cemetery. And oh, Normandy. To, and to, yeah, specifically yeah. to Normandy. Um, you know, two are the beaches again. Um, it's a very, um, it's, it's an interesting experience. I'll just put it that way. And in along the same lines of that, I would like to go back to Hawaii and go back to Pearl Harbor to the Arizona yeah. Memorial. Cause I saw that when I was 12 years old. Oh wow! And it was not old enough to truly appreciate I mean, it, right? I mean, it was like, oh, this is this is history, and this is sad, and it's cool, and it's you know a lot of things. But I think as an adult, it would mean more. Sure, me, you know, of course. Going back to Washington D.C., I haven't been there since I was a teenager. You know, watching the um, the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. I would love to go see that, that. as a kid, as a young person was very inspiring to me. But I think as an adult, I would probably cry. Like it would probably yeah. just, you know, give me the goosebumps and all the things. So those those three things kind of go together because they're sure. all historical and kind of patriotic in nature. Um, but there are some other, you know, places I would like to actually go relax and vacation to. So. For example? Uh, I would like to go back to Turks and Caicos. Oh goodness, yes, that was so mm. wonderful. Yeah, that was that was a nice trip, and it was very I'm, no technology where we were. The island we were on, the phone would not work at all. Well, there was no phone. Well, they had Wi-Fi at the one little place where you could get food, one restaurant. But y'all, this this island was twelve hundred twelve hundred square miles. No, twelve hundred acres. That's right. It was 1,200 acres. That's right. It's still it had, a lot. Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah, it was just 1,200 acres. I mean, you could acres. take a golf cart. Yeah, and, there were no cars on this and, island. And drive the perimeter of this entire mm-hmm. island in, what, it took us half an hour? Maybe. And they have a, a, a tiny little airstrip. You have to fly in on a puddle jumper. Um, but that was kind of the, the beauty of things. There were no TVs, no radios, no... Yeah, it was great. Nothing, no technology. And the little bungalow we stayed in... Mm-hmm. Was kind of as I rem- as I recall, it was round-ish, maybe octagonal. I think the it was main o- structure, the main structure, octagonal. Yeah. One single room, really, really. They told us be sure you close your doors. You don't want iguanas to come in. Which in we forgot one day, and mm-hmm. and we woke up from a nap to an iguana looking at us. Yeah, I think we scared each other. Uh, I'm sure of it. And then the other thing that was a little weird and off-putting was the shower. Was outside. Was outside, facing the ocean. <laughs> so, that, like, the only way you could have seen anything was to be, like, that, that was the only exposed area was, like, towards the ocean. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a ship sailing by with really good yeah. <laughs> binoculars. Woo! <laughs> we'll get a show. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, yeah, they're just, just little things like that that. Yeah, And there are experiences that I've had that I want to experience with you. And it's things that I have done when I've come out to meet you on tour that I did with friends. Like, right. you know, traveling the Pacific Coast Highway. I did that with girlfriends. Yeah. And we had the best time. And I loved it. But I'm like, 
I think Chris would enjoy this. I would. Because um, it was it was a super neat thing to experience. Yeah. So. Well, you know, there's there's been uh, there's other things that that I've done that I'd like to go back and experience with you. Like go to Cannon Beach and he see Haystack Rock. Yeah. Only because I know you're a big fan of the Goonies. Of course. And it would be a really cool thing. Smaller than you think. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's kind of like Plymouth Rock is not as big as people think it is. Really? It's very small. It's what, very... is it like a pebble? Well, I mean, it's not a pebble, but it's kind of, it's not big. It's, wait, wait, you're holding your hands like it's a football. <laughs> it's, yeah. Plymouth Rock is like a, it's just like a garden stone? Pretty much. Why didn't they just call it Plymouth Pebble? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of wow. like the Mona Lisa. You you think you're going to walk in <laughs> to the Louvre and see this enormous painting, and she's like a five by seven. Oh know. my goodness! She's tiny. Wow. Well, that's on the bucket list too, by the way. So go to the Louvre and, and see all of that. Oh, you need to. You know what this music means. We're at the end. Yes. Folks listening, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Help us grow our little podcast. And until next time, be kind to one another, love one another, and uh, that's it. Find us. Hashtag following the friars. Bye.